Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for our midweek update. And listen, we have a really a good one for you today. And let me tell you, uh, this won't end well. At least it will for you who know Christ. But if you don't, the direction this is going, how soon it's coming, not going to end well. Now listen, we're going to get into that in just a minute. Uh, but just a real quick reminder, if you haven't registered for the conference that's coming in Southern California, the San Diego area, uh, listen, there's still time. I think there's still time to register. Uh, you can go for it. You can sign up at the app, Hope For Our Times app, or on the website, hopeforourtimes.com and register. This is going to be great. Not only do we have some fantastic speakers, we have a food truck coming both Friday for dinner and also Saturday for lunch, and it is going to be uh, some great food. So that's included in the registration. And also check out who's speaking besides myself and, uh, and Greg Denham. We're both going to be speaking there. Uh, Billy Crone's going to be joining us. Brandon Holthouse is going to be joining us. Uh, for the first time ever, joining me is going to be uh, John Haller. Uh, I'm excited about that. Don Perkins is going to be joining us. And also for the first time ever, Scott Townsend's going to be joining us for this conference. Listen, uh, you're not going to want to miss this. Uh, so go ahead, check it out. Uh, go to the registration page, and if there's still space available, uh, register. Again, we have the food truck coming both Friday evening and also Saturday for lunch. And uh, listen, great speakers. You're going to be super blessed. Uh, so go for that. And also, I want to thank you guys uh, for your encouragement with the uh, the premiere that we had just the other day uh, I, with the interview I had with the um, uh, there in Jerusalem with the wonderful couple, uh, Sam and Rivke. Uh, and it was a real blessing, inspirational and also very emotional. And your comments were very encouraging and uplifting. And we're hoping to do a lot more like that. And, uh, and it, just your encouragement alone is huge for us to be able to press forward and uh, let us know if you like these types of things. They're a lot of work, but it is well worth it. Uh, we have testimonies that we're going to be uh, putting online also from people that you know, people you don't know. Uh, and then we also have a whole series that we've already begun. We've already started recording. We're now producing them for apologetics so we can know, listen, why do I believe what I believe? How do I defend my faith and on down the list? So we're putting all of these things together. And again, can't do it without your encouragement and uh, your help. And uh, just really, really, really appreciate that. Um, your prayers are huge. And uh, listen, uh, that being said, let's get going with what we have right now. And uh, I'm looking at things and going, man, uh, how is this going to end? Uh, things aren't trending well, let me tell you. So a few weeks ago, in a midweek update called America Has Been Given Over, I talked about Romans chapter 1, uh, verse 28, even as they uh, did not like to retain God in their knowledge. God gave them over to debased mind. We talked about that. I also recently talked about how Antichrist will use the chaos created by debased thinking to form his coming global super government. And man, is he trying to do that? Uh, the devil is, and it is, it is formed right now. And also, as we predicted, the leaders of this world are going to use AI to rewrite the Bible, I've been saying that since ChatGPT first came out, it's coming in by now. Uh, many of you guys, you're aware uh, of the news that we've seen over the last couple of weeks as we read that the World Economic Forum 
uh, is calling for AI to rewrite the Bible and create religions that are actually correct. Many of you have already seen this, but just listen to parts of this. Yuval Noah Harari, the senior advisor to the World Economic Forum and its chairman, Klaus Schwab, argues that using AI to replace scriptures will create unified religions that are actually correct. Wow. I mean, you look at that and go, wow. Harari, an influential author and professor, made the call while giving a talk on the future of humanity. And according to Harari, the power of AI can be harnessed and used to reshape spirituality into the WEF's globalist vision of equity and inclusivism. I mean, I look at this and I go, gee, I wonder which direction this is going to go. Guess who's going to be excluded? Well, check this out. Damon Duck, he makes a spot-on observation in his most recent post. Uh, and check this out. He writes this. Got to hear these words. I could document a long list of signs regarding uh, the events that are to take place at the end of the age, and we are watching them all develop right now. And then he said this, but I will quickly mention just one spiritual issue that's on my mind. I believe, here it is, the world leaders are using global organizations, the UN, World Health Organization, World Economic Forum, etc., to try to legislate Jehovah, Jesus, the Holy Bible, the Judean Christian ethic, etc., out of existence. I totally agree, totally agree with him on this. Uh, they want to replace these things with a global ethic that suits them, but not God. This is satanically inspired. It is becoming more obvious by the day, and it is an impossible task. God will send seven years of tribulation disasters upon the earth, to show that he will not tolerate government without him and Jesus, then he will restore this creation and establish the millennial reign of Jesus on earth. Listen, that is spot on. So where is this going? Listen, that's where we're going to look uh, right after this. Hi, I'm producer Kevin, and I'd like to let you know about some of the things happening at Hope for Our Times. Tom's new book, Marking the Masses, is at the printers. If you've pre-ordered the book, we will be shipping them out as soon as we receive them. If you'd like to order a copy, visit the events page at hopeforourtimes.com. I'd like to thank everyone who financially supports Hope for Our Times. Because of your faithfulness, we're able to reach the ends of the earth with the Word of God. Thanks to your support, we've heard many reports of people who are encouraged because of the programming at Hope for Our Times. If you'd like to partner with us, you can donate through our app or on our website. We would love to hear from you. Visit our website and click on the Contact Us tab to send us your comments, questions, and prayer requests. Have you downloaded the Hope For Our Times app? Our app is available for Apple, Android, and on Roku. The app is free and a great tool to stay connected with Tom and the many guests who join him. You can read timely news articles, watch special app exclusive videos, and submit your questions. Download the app today and invite your friends to check it out too. In-person tickets for the Hope For Our Times San Marcos Prophecy Conference are available right now. It's going to be a great time to gather with like-minded people and hear impactful messages from seven world-class speakers. You'll be challenged, encouraged, and well-informed at this two-day conference taking place on July 21st and 22nd. Reserve your tickets now at HopeForOurTimes.com. And as always, remember to tell somebody about the hope found in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Man, a lot's going on, isn't it? Just so amazing. Uh, listen, let's get back to what we were talking about. Romans chapter 1. 
uh, says that the time will come when men will suppress the truth in unrighteousness. It's happening. Uh, Psalm 2 says that men will want to get rid of the restraints of God. It's happening too. They won't be successful. God says he will laugh at them and hold them in derision. Uh, so they will use AI to write a new Bible, they say. And the reason is we live in a world where man has put man on the throne. And like the sin of Lucifer, the pride of man is causing this world to be flipped on its head. Think of this. This month, month of June, the world has been celebrating something called Pride Month, especially the Western world, especially America. It's an event all about spreading perversion. The word pride is a telling choice. Modern dictionaries do not define pride in the same way older dictionaries did. Listen to this. For instance, okay, check this out. If you ask Google, you can do your own research, but if you ask Google to define pride, it will begin with the newer Oxford Dictionary, which says pride can be defined as consciousness of one's own dignity. I mean, let me just read that to you again. Pride, Oxford Dictionary, listen, consciousness of one's own dignity. I think you've got to be kidding me. Uh, listen, you won't find that in older dictionaries. So this definition seems to have been added as a gift to the LGBTQ uh, pride movement. Now, traditionally, pride was considered the deadliest of evils. Uh, the 1913 edition of Webster's Unabridged Dictionary defined pride as inordinate self-esteem, an unreasonable conceit of one's own superiority in talents, beauty, wealth, rank, etc., which manifests itself in lofty airs. It said pride expresses itself in proud or disdainful behavior or treatment, insolence or arrogance of demeanor, haughty bearing and conduct. Wow. In the past, everyone from Aristotle to Ben Franklin declared the evils and dangers of pride. In the East, Buddhism called pride a poison and a fetter. Uh, Hindus considered it one of the five chief evils. The apocryphal book of Sirach says pride is odious to both God and man. Catholics consider it uh, the worst of the seven deadly sins. But if you want to hear pride condemned in the strongest terms, open the Bible. Here are just a few examples. Uh, Proverbs chapter 15, for example, uh, verse 25, uh, says the Lord will destroy the house of the proud. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18 warns, uh, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs 29, verse 23 says, a man's pride will bring him low. Uh, Proverbs chapter 21, verse 4, calls a haughty look and a proud heart sin. In Mark chapter 7, uh, Jesus listed things that defile a man. His list includes pride. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3 gives a list of reasons why the last days will be dangerous, starting with, get this, uh, becoming lovers of themselves. Man, does that sound like today. Lovers of money, boasters, proud, and here it is. We have Pride Month. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 4, calls a proud heart sin. Proverbs 11, verse 2 says, when pride comes, then comes shame. James chapter 4 and 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5, both quote the Old Testament saying, God resists the proud. Folks, it's just amazing when you look at what's going on right now, you see what the Bible says, and you see man lifting himself in all of his pride. 
This is not going to end well. In Mere Christianity, C.S. Lewis gives several devastating accounts of pride. In one, he said, unchastity, anger, greed, drunkenness, and all that are mere flea bites in comparison. It was through pride that the devil became the devil. Pride leads to every other vice. It is the complete anti-God state of mind. Today, much of the world celebrates this anti-God state of mind. Uh, most of humanity stands with its fist in God's face and declares its pride in activities that God calls abominations. America, in fact, much of today's world has been given over to the debased thinking of Romans chapter 1. Debased is a loaded word, but an excellent translation of the Greek. It means to lower something in quality or character, to reduce in value by adding corrupt elements. It means to debauch or pervert, uh, to diminish dignity or cause moral depravity, to corrupt or degrade, to reduce integrity. What a horrible thing to be given over to such thinking. Man, does it seem like we are there? Yeah, it does. Just look around. I mean, all you got to do is just look at the news and see what is happening. John MacArthur recently said, hey, here's the, here's the deal. We had the sexual revolution and then the homosexual revolution, and now we have reached the place of complete insanity. The New Testament in modern speech calls it utterly worthless minds. In Psalm 2, the Bible says, verses 1 through 6, Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. Uh, listen, one translation says, listen, in their thinking, their vanity, they have a conspiracy against God. Uh, listen, there are conspiracies all over the Bible, and the conspiracies are against God. And people say, man, you're always thinking of conspiracies. That's right. You want to know why? Because we can see what the devil is doing, and he's using his people uh, to do it. Uh, listen, this psalm says, as I mentioned, let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. That's, the, that's what the people are saying in the psalm, and that's what people are saying now, leaders now, leaders of the world. He who sits in the heavens, verse 4 goes on and says, shall laugh, the Lord shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. Then verse 6, yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. Folks, think of this as we get to the conclusion. Uh, the most debilitating sin is not sexual at all. It's the sin of pride. No other single word more aptly describes Satan or the Antichrist than the word pride. Uh, think on this. The world and everything in it is trouble, and right now is in trouble. This is not going to end well for anyone who doesn't know Christ. Listen, we can see which way this is racing. It's racing the direction exactly where God said it would in the last days. But for those of us who know Christ, listen, be encouraged, said Jesus, for he has overcome the world. He is our hope. We look to the heavenly city whose builder and maker is God. Our citizenship is in heaven, and Jesus is about ready to call us home. God bless. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. 
Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.